0: Hello, and welcome to the Coffee and Boxes podcast. This is the place where we talk about enjoying life, getting things done, and becoming the best version of ourselves. I'm your host, Richard Spencer, and I'm so excited for you all to join with me today. It's been kind of a tough day. Uh, I dropped my iPhone on the pavement with no case. I'm one of the guys, one of the people that I always tell the people around me, "Hey, look, Apple, Samsung, and Google—they spent millions and millions of dollars of making this beautiful, uh, powerful uh, piece of, of tech. And who are, who are we to put it in a case to make it ugly?" So I never wore, I never had a case really um, with this new iPhone Seven that I have. Um, it's a little slippery, um, but I, I can maintain for the most part. I put a little skin on it to make it a little bit more uh, grippier. Uh, So I've been going with no case for around three or four months and everything is going good. Um, But today, I decided to wake up early as I have been for the past two weeks, around 4.30 in the morning, get up, and even though I'm a little sleepy, get in the car, warm up a little bit because it's a little chilly outside, and go exercise. Unfortunately, this time, I decided to close the door. And as I swing to uh, my body to close the door, my phone decided to hit the steering wheel. And because of that, it flew out of my hand and onto the pavement. I picked the phone up for a few minutes. I looked at it and I'm like, man, I am so lucky that I don't have a scratch or a dent or a crack in it. And then I looked. At it for around 10, 15, 20 more seconds, and then I realized that I had not only one crack in it, I had two. Um, one really long, all the way across the top uh, from the left to the right, and I had a nice little dent on it on the right side. So I wasn't as lucky as I thought I was. So I sat in the car for around five to 10 minutes thinking about life and thinking about how did I get to this point in which my favorite device. Is now looking not looking as good as it should be or as it could be. So needless to say, I have joined the case club. I am now the president of the case club. Get a case for your phone. Uh, I ordered one on Amazon and the screen protector as well. So I ordered it perhaps a day late, but hey, better late than never, I guess. But anyway, this is about coffee and chip boxes. We're not going to let stuff like that keep us down because we are strong people who want to be productive, that want to get things done. And yes, bad things happen to us. But hey, we get back up and we keep it moving. So this week is really special, uh, especially yesterday. Yesterday, uh, we celebrated Martin Luther King Day in the United States. Um, And as I think back about Martin Luther King, um, the things that come up in my mind is that, for one, he was a man that got things done. Yes, we all remember him for, the, for his speeches and the way he communicated. But at the end of the day, he was so much more than words. He was actions. He inspired people to action. And the great thing about leaders such as he is that he inspired others to action, but he was right there in the middle of the action, performing and leading. The next thing I think about Martin Luther King is that he lived a life of purpose. I don't know about you, but a lot of times in my life, especially when I was younger, I always wondered, like, what is my purpose? What, what do I supposed to do in, in life? Um, and I think I found that purpose right now. But the thing about him is that not only did he find that purpose, he lived his life on that purpose. Like I say, he, he went into action. Not only did he find out what he was supposed to do and who he was supposed to be as a person, he went out into the, where, into the world and shared that and changed the lives of so many people in the United States and around the world in general. And the last thing I think about him is that he was a fighter for unity. He really wanted people to become united and become one people. And he hoped that others realize that your skin color is not the ultimate thing that determines who you are. It's your character. It's who you are that makes you a good person or a bad person. And of course, in the I Have a Dream speech, one of the biggest quotes that we hear all the time is: is him saying that, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And to me, that is like the most perfect world that we can have: is that we judge people by characters. And I'm a believer in that so many people are good. We have a lot more great characters in this world than we do have bad characters. And I believe that could allow us to have unity and not allow skin color or race or ethnic groups to be divided. And another one of his quotes that I love is that he said that I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners We'd be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. Now imagine that. Imagine the people that was mistreated, that was destroyed, that was taken from their family, that was taken from their homeland, sitting down in peace and reconciliation and forgiveness with the people that owned them, that that took them from their land, that stripped them down, that disrespected them, that beat them down. That's a beautiful picture in my mind. That's a that's the picture that we're coming to, and I think as a United States, that we have a long way to go when it comes to unity and overcoming race relations. Um, but I believe that we're on that way. I believe that Martin Luther King. It's hard. To, I I don't want to say. I don't want to put words into Martin Luther King's um mouth or or his mindset. But I I think he would really say that yes, we have made great Progress, but my goodness, we have so long of a way to go, and that's motivating to me. That's one thing I I will hope that this podcast can do is somehow, some small way, it can unite people that want to become the best version of themselves and to be united with other people that want to become the best version of themselves. I don't think there's no way you can be the best version of yourself if you hate or you disrespect somebody else. Are based on their race, based on their knowledge, or based on their intellect. And we all have a, a role to play in increasing the unity in this world. And I hope that this podcast, like I said earlier, can play a role, whether it's big or whether it's small, in increasing unity in this world. And I believe that you can play a big role in the unity in this world as well. So let's get started with the rest of the podcast. I have so much to talk to you about. Um, Just to give you a preview, we're going to talk a little bit more about the 5-Minute Journal. Um, We're going to have our uh, weekly coffee corner and also our good news broadcast. And then finally, we're going to talk about who or what is stopping us from being productive, from being the best version of ourselves, from really enjoying life. Um, And I'm really excited to talk to you about that portion. So let's begin with the 5-Minute Journal. Once again, last week I talked about the five minute journal, how it can uh, help you increase your happiness and your gratitude in life. Um, and if you need more information about that, please go back to episode two um, and listen to it for a few minutes about the, what the five minute journal is and how it can have a positive impact on you. But I do want to talk about sharing our five minute journal on this podcast. I believe that sharing your journal with people. Can help people become more excited about life, uh, more uh, loving life, enjoying life, and help motivate people at the same time. So, what I want to do for me, I promise you that each week I'm gonna share you share with you an entry uh, in my journal, some of the things that I'm going through this week, some of the things that I'm grateful for, some of the things I'm hoping to accomplish in the week, um, and I also want you to share yours. With the world and with this podcast as well. So if you're open, if, if you're willing to share your life and to share some of the things that you want to do and share with some of the awesome things that's happening in your life, make sure that you send it in to get it done at coffeeandcheckboxes.com. That's get it done at coffeeandcheckboxes.com And I plan on reading at least one or two entries a week, uh, because, like I say, I think this is a good opportunity. For us to, to express ourselves, to express ourselves to the world about what's going on, about some of the exciting things that's happening in our life and what we're hoping to accomplish uh, each day and each week. And we actually started doing this at my job. Each day we come in and we're going to do this for 21 days at my job. Each day we come in and we have little note cards and each and every one of us write down three things that we are grateful for. And we post it up on the wall at my job and I would we just started it uh, I think a few days ago and I think it's going well and what's amazing about it is that I get to see so many cards on the wall and even if I don't read not one of them I know that all of my all of my coworkers have something to be grateful for something to be happy for and it's just amazing to see it as a fill up and fill up and fill up and get crowded and what that telling me is that there is so much to enjoy about life, even though things in in life happens uh, that we don't want it to happen. Enjoying life is possible, and I believe we have the right and responsibility to enjoy life. And one way that you can enjoy life is contemplate what you're grateful for. Contemplate and think about what amazing things are happening in your life, whether it's big, such as a promotion or or getting a new job, or whether it's small about maybe. Your newborn daughter just gave you a, a beautiful smile. So, if you don't mind, please, please, please send in to uh, send all of your your five minute journals as, as much as you want to to get it done at coffeeandchatboxes.com. And now it's time for one of my favorite parts of the podcast, which is the coffee portion. So, right now, what I'm drinking is a new coffee, which is exciting for me. It is Tanzanian Peaberry from Verona Cafe in Augusta, Georgia, my hometown. Uh, it's amazing. It's awesome to have coffee shops in my hometown. And this is one of the best ones that I have been to. And I have a new coffee mug as well. And this is another one that was purchased for me by my wife. Um, it's a really nice mug. It's pretty tall. Um, have a nice little handle on it. It's mostly white with a red uh, inside and a very simple message on it. It says that what it says is actually your mug and I'm not sure if I'm reading into the message, um, but I do have a habit of running out of coffee mugs and going into my wife's stash of coffee mugs or tea mugs. She doesn't really drink coffee, but she drinks tea, but I am known to grab a few of her mugs and not necessarily clean it when i'm done so i'm not sure if she's trying to send me a message with a coffee mug that says your mug on it but i'm gonna take it as such i'm gonna take the message i'm gonna internalize it and i'm still going to use her coffee mugs when i run out of mine so that was a pretty quick coffee corner um and the reason being is that i have so much good information that i want to share with you And I don't want to take too much of your time because I know that you're so busy being productive and enjoying life. But now I want to move on to the good news broadcast. Once again, I am here to bring you good, awesome, exciting, and hopefully motivational news. And the first topic that I have right now is the NFL playoffs. Now, before I begin talking about football, I want to let everybody know that there are so many things that you can extract from sports and be motivated by. For example, even if you don't like football, I believe that you can respect and honor the hard work that the athletes put in. Like think about the people like Tom Brady and formerly Peyton Manning and right now Aaron Rodgers and so many, so many others of, so many amazing football players. They put in a lot of hard work. They have a lot of discipline to be the best that they can be. And a lot of them really, really studied their craft. I think about people like the new quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, a rookie, first year, high expectations, but a lot of people put no expectations on him because he is a rookie. But because he plays for the Dallas Cowboys, no matter what, he's going to be expected to play amazing and hard. I would say that he exceeded all expectations that so many people put on him, mainly because of his hard work and his discipline and his studying of his craft. And the thing I noticed about him was that he was so cool under pressure. And it's amazing to see that because normally with rookie quarterbacks, the pressure impacts them a lot more than the veterans. And for some reason or another, his calmness, his attitude really shined with the pressure was at its highest. And that really inspires me because I know sometimes when I have a deadline or when the pressure is really on me, I get a little sweaty. I get a little uh, hot. You know, I get a little fidgety. Um, and sometimes I allow that pressure to negatively impact my performance. But watching that press got really motivated me to to start learning how to perform under pressure. And that's the thing about life. Yes, football. Athletes, uh, basketball athletes, uh, baseball, so many athletes have so much pressure on them. But we all have pressure on us every day as well. But the more and more we study our craft, the more and more we put in hard work, the more disciplined that we be, the better we can perform under pressure, and the better business owners we can be, the better teachers we can be, the better doctors we can be. Uh, Overall, we can become better people if we learn how to perform under pressure like so many professional athletes do so the final topic for this week's good news broadcast is what apple's called uh ring in the new year challenge now this is a health related challenge uh brought to me uh, by the apple watch and so many of the apple watch owners so i want to explain real quick about uh apple watch and fitness so with the apple watch uh, they got this concept of activities and they have this concept of three rings. And the three rings um, all correlate to three components to your physical fitness. So the first one is uh, the basic standing. So the way it works is that the Apple Watch wants you to stand at least for one minute within the 12 hours of the 24 hour period that you're in. So when it comes to like one o'clock, if I stand up for a few, Um, And sit back down I get credit for that and they want you to get 12 uh, points for that every single day The next portion is really simple. It is to exercise for 30 minutes a day So if you exercise for 30 minutes a day You'll get credit for that and it will fill the ring up for you on the Apple Watch And the last one relates to burning calories So in my case, right now, I need to burn at least 440 calories a day to get credit for that. And if I do that, it will fill the rings up as well. So you have three rings to fill up. And if you do it on one day, that that feels like a a good achievement for you. It makes me feel good. And I'm pretty sure that it makes a lot of Apple Watch users feel good because they know that they did a small part. They did some good work and being fit. So ringing the New Year challenge is... In the month of January in 2017, if you fill all three rings up seven days in a row from Monday to Sunday, they give you this special achievement. And achievements are, are really simple. It's little things like uh, if you stand up for 12 out of the 24 hours and you do that for seven days, they give you like a little achievement, which is a little metal on your Apple Watch and on your iPhone. that kind of it helps motivate you a little bit, kind of like uh if you play video games, if you get achievements on video games. Something like that. Um so right c- coming right after uh after overcoming my strep throat, me and my wife decided to to do our best to get this achievement and work together to do it. And I'm happy to report that we did it. Uh it was hard at times for me. I had to wake up at least 4 30 or 5 in the morning every morning from Monday to Sunday in order to get the 30 minutes of exercise. And for my wife, there were many times in which it was like 10.30 or 11 p.m. and she had to get about 20 minutes of exercise in. And more often than not, if it wasn't for the achievement, I'm pretty sure that she wouldn't have done it. And I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have done it either. Uh, But she did it and I'm really proud of her and I'm proud of me for doing it. And it was really cool because it's it's such a simple concept of like exercising and get achievements, uh, but it really boosted my desire to get healthy, especially that week. And I'm pretty sure that it's going to carry over to the rest of the weeks and days in the future. And it's also awesome that we did it as husband and wife, because the interesting thing about me and my wife is that when I'm focused on health and eating well and exercising a lot she's the opposite she you know she's uh eating anything that she wants to or she's not really focused on health as much as i am and then it becomes vice versa like she's focusing on health she's focusing on eating healthy and exercising and going to spin class and me on the other hand is focusing on playing video games and watching football and not really caring about what i eat so it's awesome that we are finally on the same page when it comes to health and it's amazing how much you can accomplish and how further you can go if you have unity with another person and focusing on the same goal and working on it together. So those are my two topics for this week on the Good News Broadcast. And I want to open it up to you. You know, if you find good news, if you have good news, if it's personal or if it's dealing with uh, people in the United States or in the world or Anything that you see, share it with me at get it done at checkboxes.com and I will make sure that I will share it on this podcast as much as I can because we all need good news and we all need motivational news. So the more the merrier, and just send it in, like I said, at get it done at coffee and So now I have a question for you. And the question is this Who or what is stopping us from being productive, from enjoying life? and becoming the best version of ourselves. If you was able to listen to episode two, um, I gave you a little bit of homework. And what the homework consists of was writing down all of the stuff that was keeping us from enjoying life and becoming the best version of ourselves. And if you did the homework, I'm pretty sure that you came up with some really good ideas of, of what that could be. That could be anything from procrastination, from, from feeling tired from other things that's happening in life from not feeling intelligent enough or not being motivated enough or not be uh, believing that you can achieve the things that you want to achieve i know for for me some of the things that prevent me from being productive is the fear of failure the fear of not accomplishing the things that i want to accomplish or accomplishing things that others Need for me to accomplish. And oftentimes that leads to procrastination. So if I have the mindset of not being able to accomplish something, that delays my motivation to start working on that thing or that task. And that becomes a vicious cycle of fear, procrastination, rush to get the job done. And I also said that I want you to list all of the things that's preventing us from being productive. And I'm going to try my best to sum it up in one word, which seems really impossible. But based on information from The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, I think I have the perfect answer and the perfect word for that. So it's resistance, according to Stephen Pressfield, that is preventing us from being productive, from sitting down and getting the job done, from getting the work done, that we know that we need to get done. And the book is centered around describing what resistance is and how we overcome it. So, right now, I want to spend a few minutes and I want to talk about three things about resistance that we need to know in order to realize and to understand what is stopping us from enjoying life and being productive. And the first thing is that resistance is an invisible force that tries to prevent us from getting things done. And in the book, the War of Art, Stephen Pressfield says that resistance cannot be seen, touched, heard, or smelled, but it can be felt. We experience it as an energy field radiating from a work and pros- potential. It's a repellent force. It's negative. It's aimed to shove us away, distract us, prevent us from doing our work. And I'm pretty sure if you're like me, this resonates bedtime. There are so many times in which I know I need to get something done, but it's something that I can't necessarily see. But like Stephen Pressfield says, I can feel it. I can feel that negative repelling force drowning my motivation, drowning my my aspirations to become a better person. And once again, this podcast is a perfect example. I wanted to get things to record this on Monday, on Martin Luther King Day. But for some reason or another, the motivation wasn't there. And I also uh, felt a little fear, fear of, of not producing greatness or not producing something that can inspire and motivate people. Um, and I dealt with that on Monday and I dealt with that on Tuesday. But now that we're here on Wednesday, which is what you typically call procrastination, I'm at a point now that I recognized that it was resistance that was preventing me from doing this. It was a fear of failure, the fear of, of not being adequate that was causing me to procrastinate in producing this episode of Coffee and Checkboxes. So recognizing that, I got to the point that I can overcome that and realize that I have a job to do and that, yes, this force is, is trying to impact me but well, I must realize that I'm stronger than resistance and I cannot I, I cannot allow that negative force to win. The second part is resistance. Tr- resistance tries to prevent us from becoming the best version of ourselves. So once again, in the book, Stephen Presswell says that most of us have two lives, the life we live and an unlived life within us. Between the two stands, resistance. And the other quote is, look in your own heart. Unless I'm crazy, right now a still small voice is piping up, telling you as it has 10,000 times the calling that is yours and yours alone. You know it. No one has to tell you. And unless I'm crazy, you are no closer to taking action on it than you were yesterday or will be tomorrow. In essence, in order to become the best version of ourselves, we cannot allow resistance to win. We must listen to that small voice in our head that's telling us that we can do more, that we can be more, and follow that voice. And the thing that I'm realizing is that, for one, it's going to take hard work to listen to that voice and to also strive to live that unlived life that was in us that is within us in essence become the best version of ourselves it's going to take hard work it's going to take dedication it's going to take doing the job even though we have fear in our heart and feelings of inadequacy and that's really hard to do because as humans we don't like feeling inadequate we don't like doing things that we're not quite good at or we're not quite comfortable at but the only way that we're going to achieve success in life is by overcoming that fear and walking through that fear that fear might not ever leave us right but if we can walk and get things done despite the fear we can become the best version of ourselves Once again, this podcast is a perfect example of this. Um, Once again, I I, I fear that I'm not producing good podcasts or I fear um, that I'm not clearly communicating the ideas that I have. But I'm walking through that fear. And I don't know if that fear will ever leave me. I don't know if that feeling of I'm not the best or I'm, I'm not good at what I do ever leave me but I know I have a calling on my life to communicate the things that I want to communicate I know that I have a calling to help people enjoy life and to get things done and become the best version of ourselves I know that this is a calling for me and no matter what I do in life if I don't follow that calling I would not have a successful life So, the fact that I know I have a calling on my life allows me to overcome fear and to produce what my calling wants me to produce. And finally, resistance attacks when we delay immediate gratification for long term growth and improvement. And this is one of my favorite parts it describes that resistance attacks us when we're trying to improve ourselves. A good example is health. Resistance attacks me when I want to wake up 4.30 in the morning to go to the gym and run and do strength training. Resistance doesn't attack me when I want to eat a banana split and drink Coca-Cola all day. And in the book, again, The War of Art, Stephen Pressfield created a list of activities that resistance normally come up and try to attack us. So some of the the good ones that he has is the launching of any entrepreneurial venture or enterprise for profit or otherwise, any diet or health regimen, any program or spiritual advancement, education of any kind, and also the undertaking of any enterprise or endeavor whose aim is to help others. In essence, resistance doesn't mind if you want to play video games all day. Resistance doesn't mind if you want to watch football or basketball all day. But as soon as resistance realizes that you want to get healthy, as soon as resistance realizes that you want to be disciplined, as soon as uh, resistance realizes that you want to start a company, that you want to study something new, that you want to have a career change, that you want to become a more intelligent person, that you want to become a more disciplined and determined person. That is when resistance becomes strong and becomes powerful and attacks us. And that's a key point because when resistance comes, that is a key signifier to us that we're doing something right, that we're doing something that will allow us to enjoy life, or we are doing something that will help us become the best version of ourselves. So there you have it. We now have a introduction to resistance, shall I say. Uh, It's a force that's constantly fighting us when we are working on our craft and trying to do any type of self-improvement in life. If you think about that, in essence, resistance is our enemy. It's the enemy that is doing its absolute best to prevent us from getting things done and becoming the best version of ourselves. So now the question is: how do we defeat resistance? How do we overcome resistance? How do we come become the best version of ourselves despite us having an enemy that is trying to destroy us? Well the first step is to study and learn the characteristics of the enemy and the competition. Back uh, on the topic of the NFL, um, the one thing that the great athletes do and the great quarterbacks do and the great coaches do, and overall the great teams do, is that they study the, appointment, uh, the opponent. They study their tendencies. They study the characteristics of them. And they develop a game plan to defeat the other team, the other appoint, opponent. And that's what we're going to do on the Coffee and Boxes podcast, we're going to study resistance and we're going to develop a game plan to overcome resistance. So the first step is to learn the techniques of resistance, learn the tendencies of resistance. And that way we can formulate a great game plan to overcome resistance. And we're going to start that next week. So thanks again for joining me this week. I look forward to you to speaking to you next week where we dive deeper into resistance and some of the tendencies and characteristics of resistance. I believe this this series, this, this talk about resistance, is going to be monumental and essential in becoming the best version of ourselves and getting things done and truly enjoying life. So thanks again for joining me, and I will talk to you next week.